Dad, tell me a story. I'm coming at you with a very quick but very important lesson on the power of storytelling today. I'm currently putting together a nine-page PDF slide deck that I'm going to be offering for free on my website. It's called Story Flow, How to Share a Message People Will Remember. And it's going to walk you through the flow of how to create a great story. I won't share much more than that, but I do want to share a story that illustrates one of the important principles in this deck that I'm putting together. A couple of months ago, I guess it's been more than a couple of months now, but a few months back, I was doing some training at work for one of our clients. And in the middle of the training, one of the employees of this company I worked with called me out. She interrupted me in the middle of my sentence, in the middle of my teaching moment. And she said, Zach, I've applied everything you've taught me over the months that we've been working together. And it doesn't work. Now, this was a topic other than storytelling. We were talking about customer service and sales in this training. But she thought it didn't work. And she called me out in front of her entire team. Everybody, including the manager who was basically responsible for making the decision to pay me for this training. Everybody just sort of watched and paused and waited to see what I'd say next. As a trainer, this is a terrifying moment because your reputation's on the line. You could lose this business if you answer the question wrong. Or in this case, not a question, but an accusation. She said, I'm doing everything you've taught. I'm using all the tactics. And she proceeded to list the tactics for me, but none of them work, she said. So I pause. And for the record, if you find yourself with a difficult question at the end of a presentation, you pause. That's what you do. You don't want to answer too soon, even if you're right, because you don't want to come off as defensive. And more importantly, you don't want to put your foot in your mouth. So I pause for a moment. And then I said, let's listen to your phone calls because these were customer service representatives I was coaching. They've got all their phone calls recorded. That's what, the, that's what it says at the beginning of the line, right? This call may be recorded. So all their calls are recorded. And I said, let's, let's play them. Let's listen to them right here, right now. Let's see how you're applying these tactics. And that pretty much saved me right there, but I'll, t- I'll continue to tell you what happened. I pulled up some of her phone calls and sure enough, she was doing all the things that I taught. All the language and the tactics that I had given her, all the frameworks I had provided were there in the calls. I could hear her using them. But there was one very, very obvious, glaring mistake that she was making. One foundational principle of customer service that's very difficult to teach but must be there in order for the frameworks to be effective. Despite the fact that she was using everything I taught, she didn't sound like she cared. She sounded like she was reading from a script. She didn't sound like she really wanted to be there taking care of that customer. And because of that, it wasn't working. All of her efforts to sell the customer felt forced, fake, and contrived. And I told her that. I told her, I see what you're doing here, and I admire the effort, I admire the persistence, but you don't sound like you care. 
And I don't care how polished you are in your language. If I don't feel like you really care about me, it's not going to work. And with that, I saved the account and went on with the rest of my training and instantly gained more credibility with the audience. And the reason I gained more credibility is because I did what most teachers fail to do. And that is I taught a foundational principle with the tactics and frameworks that I was providing. You see, most teachers, most coaches, consultants, they lay out the frameworks and the tactics for how to achieve certain outcomes, how to get a certain job done. And then the learner or the student will go and try to apply all the tactics and oftentimes they'll do so successfully. But they'll never reach a level of expertise that they want to unless they understand the foundational principles that make it all work. You have to understand what elements of humanity have to be at play here for the customer service and sales tactics to work? What elements need to be here for storytelling tactics to work? If I just give you a script or a flow for how to tell a story and you follow it word for word, your stories will get better, but they will not reach their full potential unless there's also a level of empathy and belief in what you're saying. You have to have that belief, that genuine passion. Otherwise, you're just going to come off as scripted you may be better off without a script. It was the same thing for this customer service representative I worked with, and it's the same thing for you. When you're telling a story, I could teach you the flow. I could teach you the structure. I could teach you how to build a presentation. But if there's not a genuine belief in what you're saying, it's not going to work, or at least it won't work as well as it could. This is true for all frameworks, all things that we teach in life. There are the tactics, the obvious steps that need to be applied, but then there are also these foundational principles that need to be adhered to and understood and internalized in order for them to work. Professional athletes may be the best example ever of this because professional athletes, technically, if you're in college or high school, you probably know most of the tactics that a professional athlete does. You know how to get yourself into the correct form, you know how to study the playbook. You know how to watch film and critique yourself. You know how to run plays. Intellectually, there may not be that much separating you from them. But there's something else, something that the scouts and the coaches and professionals call the intangibles. There's some other foundational principle there, some intangible thing that we as amateurs don't have or don't understand that allows them to be so great. So when you are teaching... It's important that you teach your frameworks, that you teach your tactics, but then also apply the foundational principles to the end and let them know, hey, disclaimer here, everything I've taught you here today works, but without this one other element, this foundational principle, without this thing, this intangible thing that I can't quite teach you but needs to be there regardless, you may never reach your full potential with what I'm talking about today, with what I'm teaching you. Always make sure when you're teaching to include those foundational principles.